So the way we're going to, so you're, you're very welcome back, and um, the way we're going to do the morning is that there will be, each morning we'll try and touch on something relating to the practice of meditation and the challenges around the practice of meditation. And then we'll meditate, and then we'll have something around the meaning of health and healing and then we'll meditate. And then after that, we'll have a discussion. So that's the mor that'll be this morning as well. So we were saying yesterday, for those who weren't here, and uh, for, you're very welcome, and um, for those who were here, is that the, our intention for the week is, and the theme is, to try and find healing in every moment. And our practice for that is pure attention. And the foundation of pure attention is meditation. So meditation is pure attention. And then we seek to allow that to flow out to other aspects of our life, our thoughts and our actions. And the essential feature of pure attention is attention without attachment. So it's attention without seeking anything back from it or without fearing that I'm not good at this, that I'm not making progress, that everybody else is better than me. So attachments have two sides, the, the want and the fear. And can I just ask, was it good for a Going to fall? <laughs> it's moving. It's moving. <laughs> you can smash it. So this is actually a really good point about it, about because now we're moving on to the the one thing that we notice when we go to to what I'm going to talk about is the one thing that we notice when we go to pay attention is distraction. <laughs> exactly, and that's a really good point. And the really good point about it is, is that there is no end to the distraction if you seek to engage it. So meditation is simple, but it's not easy. So the, the form of meditation, which is the mantra-based meditation, but that is practically identical to breath-based meditation, is a very simple method, discipline, but it's not easy. So when we close our eyes and 
start saying our mantra or start focusing our, our breath and the teaching that we're following is to say a mantra. First great challenge and the everlasting challenge we encounter is distraction. And very often when we're starting to meditate, or even after meditating for many years, we can be taken aback by the sheer volume of distraction that we encounter. And the distractions can at certain times be very intense. And at other times they can be much lighter. They can operate at multiple levels. So we can, we can be thinking about our distractions. We can be thinking about the fact that we're distracted. The distractions can be in the background and we could be meditating. The distractions could almost be equal with the meditation or the distractions could be dominating us and our meditation is just very faint in the background. Or we can be entirely lost in the distraction and only become conscious of it after 20 minutes that we've been distracted the whole time. So it's important to understand that this is the experience of people who have meditation. This is, this is the nature of the experience of meditating. And that if this is happening to you, you're not a failure. And you're not alone. So the fantasies, or the distractions come in many forms. They can be fantasies, they can be ideas, they can be reliving recent events, or planning for future events. What did I do yesterday? What am I going to be doing later on today? Did I arrange lunch? We can be evaluating our progress. Sometimes we even encounter what appears to be hallucinations or great spiritual insights. So the good news is that the approach to all these distractions is the same. We don't engage with them. We lay them aside by returning to the mantra. And in many ways, we will come to understand that the distractions are our greatest teacher. So remember to deal with distractions outside of your body is the same way as you deal with distractions you encounter in your mind. What I mean by distractions outside of your body is the noises or the sounds or people talking in another room. And this is quite a peaceful place, but if you're trying to meditate in away from here, you may have less or more peaceful place. Where I would be working or living would be a lot of noise. 
So the noise of people in the next room, music playing in the distance, the sound of air conditioning, the noise of cars on the street or people talking on the street. Treat them all the same. Sometimes people get agitated by the fact that their environment is noisy. But always remember the scale of distractions outside of your body will never rival the scale of distractions inside your mind. The advice is the same. Don't engage them. Lay them aside by returning to the mantra. So your only act, as it were, is just to go back to the mantra. You don't have to lay them aside. That happens when you go back and say the mantra. As saying yesterday is one of the great insights you will have when you meditate and meditate more deeply is that it enhances your awareness. The awareness may take time. It may be intermittent. And it can be realized in unexpected ways. But perhaps the most unexpected is that the enhanced awareness can itself generate distractions. So without wanting to get too intellectual about meditation, which is always a real danger, and it has no meaning in a way. But it is just being aware of this, is that during meditation the increased awareness can generate moments of creativity, which can be intense and revealing. So you may think of a great idea, You may all of a sudden realize you're solving whatever problems you have at home or work in a really good way. However, what you've got to remember always is to approach all distractions the same way. Don't engage with them. Lay them aside by the simple act of returning to saying your mantra. So distractions associated with your body, your physical distractions, are also common. You can have an itch, a sneeze, body discomfort. Again, try not to engage them. The rule is you lay them aside and you return to your mantra. If you're having recurring discomfort when you're meditating, then gently readjust your body position. And just simple teachings on body position when you're meditating. It's just to make sure, and uh, unfortunately chairs are not always set up this way for us, uh, but just to make sure that your, your hips are above your knees. And that's why we use cushions sometimes to, when you're meditating, sitting down. And that if you feel your sit bones, which is those bones that you're sitting on, your, what are also called your ischial tuberosities, but um, you, you just rock, you get that sensation and just, and just rock a little forward on it. And what you're trying to do is the, is the um, if you think about sitting in a seat where your knees are above your hips, 
and you're sitting a little bit backwards, you naturally take up this sort of position. So your back of your spine is like that. And then if you go to straighten your shoulders, you're doing that, okay? So straight back where, you're, where your knees are above your hips and you're sitting a little bit backwards and you try and do a straight back, it leads to discomfort. So the yoga teachers will tell you to sit with your hips a little bit above your knees. So if you're at home, sit on a sitting on a cushion helps to do that. So you lift yourself up a little bit. And you're just tilting your, your pelvis slightly forward. And what that happens is that I'm more naturally going to now go into this position. So when I straighten my back, it's not forced. It's more I'm expanding into the space as opposed to rigidly holding my back. Um, no, but you can sit on a jumper or what? There are occasional cushions, but you you, you could bring one. But um, you can bring a blanket. You can fold a blanket. Oh yeah, sorry. You can do. You can. You can meditate. Uh, so you can meditate sitting down. Yeah. Uh, you can meditate. You know, in the lotus position, in the half lotus position. You can kneel. Um, you can. You can. I mean, the, the lying down on your back is not usually recommended as a as a meditation position. Um, do, do you want to say anything, Lion Song? Okay. So, but certainly feel free to, to sit in any position you want to. And very often, if you are trying to sit down, um, the same applies as just a cushion underneath. You will ensure that your hips are above your knees, um, which is where you want them to be. And then you just have that slight tilt of your pelvis forward. And then, and then it's, your back goes naturally into this position. Your curvature of your back should be like that. So down here, you the wrong curvature of your back is that, which is what we very often get into when we're sitting in a car or sitting in a chair at work. That's where it gives you a lot of back pain. So your natural curvature of your back is the other way around, it's that. And once you're actually in that position, you're, you're, this, is, this type of position is a much more natural one. Whereas if you're in that position, trying to do shoulders back, straight back, is, is a very unnatural one and sore. So, um, as you lay aside your distractions, so, so one of the things I mentioned earlier on, I'm just going to finish on this, is that, is that the, the, the dealing, the way you deal with your distractions during meditation so, or maybe to go back a step, your distractions are perhaps your greatest teacher. Because the way you deal with the meditation, with your distractions during meditation, this will lay the foundation for how you deal with distractions during your day. So this will lay the foundation 
as to how you pay pure attention. Because remember, your attachments are your distractions. So this attention without attachment is, is also attention without distraction. So one of the interesting things when you meditate, especially on a regular basis, twice a day or three times a day, is that you feel that meditation experience permeating the intervals between your meditation. And one of the ways it's doing that is, is the way you're dealing with the distractions during the meditation, not engaging with them, just going back and saying your mantra, is, is starts to permeate the way you think and act during the day. So, in summary, deal with every distraction, whatever it may be, however good or bad, enlightened or distracted, in the same manner. You lay them aside, not by engaging with them, not by physically laying them aside, or actively laying them aside, but by going and saying your mantra. And once you start to learn how to deal with distraction, you step further into a journey of healing. <laughs>